Jean-Marc Vallée, cause of death has been revealed. So new details have emerged about Dallas Buyers Club filmmaker Jean-Marc Vallée's unexpected passing. The 58-year-old director is believed to have died from a heart attack at his cabin outside Quebec City over Christmas, sources told Deadline. Which, by the way, that just sounds horrible, dying over Christmas, right? So the Big Little Lies filmmaker was prepping to host guests over the weekend, sources said, adding that it is likely he died December 25th and was found the following morning. Imagine that, that your Christmas present from life is death. Valet was a health enthusiast who abstained from drinking, worked out constantly, and practiced Wim Hof's extreme breathing methods, which involve holding one's breath for long periods of time, often in frigid environments. Tributes poured in for the director Monday, and many celebrities shared heartbroken condolences for their fallen friend. Spy director Paul Figg tweeted, My God, this is so unbelievably sad. What a huge loss. He was an incredibly talented filmmaker, sending much love and condolences to his family. Hashtag rip Jean-Marc. Big Little Lies stars Shailene Woodley and Reese Witherspoon also paid tribute. I am in shock, complete and other shock, began Woodley 30 via her Instagram stories. My effing God, death is the worst, but I guess somehow I know you would turn it into a grand adventure. One for the books, one I can't wait to read and to watch when my time comes. The actress added, it doesn't make sense though, dude. It doesn't make sense. Maybe when we wake up tomorrow, you'll be there laughing, saying it's just a satirical short film you made that is not real. Witherspoon45 tweeted out, My heart is broken, my friend, I love you. And the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, also wrote, John Mark Valley's passion for filmmaking and storytelling was unmatched. So too was his talent. Through his work and... With his art, he left a mark in Quebec, across Canada, and around the world. My thoughts are with his family, friends, and fans as they mourn his sudden passing. The young Victoria director is survived by his two sons, Alex and Emilie, as well as siblings Marie-Josie Vallée and Stephen Tuzignant and Gerard Vallée. Now here's the thing, right? Because of his age, I'm guessing his, I mean, this is just an assumption, I'm guessing his uh, kids are basically fully grown. And because of how successful of a filmmaker he is, he's probably made a lot of money. And so let's do like a little bit of research just to like give you like an idea. So let's just copy his name, type in that net worth, just to get like an example of this, because it's important, because he passed away. So, okay, let's check out John Mark Valley net worth. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so John Mark Valley net worth is apparently $10 million.
He was a Canadian film director, screenwriter, and editor who had a net worth of $10 million at the time of his death. Ba 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 ba. Is that it? Okay. So, $10 million seems like a lot of money, but in reality, it's not. But, for someone in his position with pretty much grown-up kids, he doesn't necessarily have to worry too much about that, right? He probably had, hopefully, a good life insurance policy just so that his uh, wife could end up being uh, taken care of. I believe he's married, right? Is he? Da, 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 da. Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Eh, I don't know. It doesn't really say if he has a, a wife or not. But let's just say this. If he does have a wife, hopefully he ends up having a good life insurance policy so that she is not necessarily like hurting for money. Because here's the thing. Even though it says that his net worth is like $10 million, as like an example, he could very well have been so bad with his money that he could be living paycheck to paycheck from his films or potentially even being in like millions of dollars in debt. And you might be thinking, like, hey, that seems kind of like crazy. Like, how are you going to spend $10 million? The thing is, we could use the example of um, Mark Norman, right, the comedian. That comedian made millions of dollars, but he had a gambling addiction that basically caught him, like, caused him to basically die with pretty much no money, right? So it just takes one bad habit to completely derail your finances if you're not careful. So this is why when you have people in your life that rely on your income or something that you contribute, it's always a good idea to get life insurance, right? So that one, it covers and basically replaces the income that you were providing, right? So that the people that do love you, that feel this loss after you pass away, can spend the time mourning instead of worrying, oh wait, how am I going to buy my food? How am I going to take care of the bills? What do I need to do to do this? Do I got to sell this just to pay for the funeral? To buy a casket? All this kind of stuff, right? Whereas if you have enough money from a life insurance policy... You can sit on the money, you can make plans for that in a very calm way so that when it comes down to mourning the loss of your loved one, you can actually do that. Because a lot of people, after someone passes away, get so caught up in the day-to-days because they don't have the freedom financially to actually mourn. Right, and so you might be like stumbling upon this and like understand what I'm saying. Like, this is a real issue, and there's a lot of people that are married that have kids that do not have 
life insurance and you need to get that right now pretty much it's typically better to get like term life insurance for like 10 to 20 years for because it's super cheap but basically for like 10 to 20 times the amount of money you make per year so for example let's say that you make like 50k a year and let's say that you're like the sole provider of your family you want to get like a term life insurance policy for about 500,000 to a million dollars, right? Just so that if anything were to happen, your income will replace will, will be replaced by the life insurance policy. But also, it could end up basically paying off the house, it could pay for your kids schooling, it could pay for caretaking depending on how old your kids are. It could pay for any like medical issues that your wife might be dealing with or your husband if you're a breadwinner kind of stuff, right? So this is why you never want to expect the worst, but you always want to prepare for the worst, right? Like you always hope for the best, but prepare for the worst, right? So this is why you end up having good health insurance and good life insurance. Now, if you're like a 20-year-old and you don't necessarily have any people relying on your effort to exist, like if no one's like, for example, if you're 20 years old or 21 years old, you're like a full-time college student or a full-time employee doing something, whatever, right? You're living your life and you have no responsibilities to someone and there's no one that's relying on you directly for anything money or your time, then I would not even bother getting life insurance. Health insurance, yes, because you never know what might happen. But life insurance is more so if someone relies on your income or your time. For example, for like people not necessarily needing money from you, is let's say that you take care of a loved one every single day because of medical issues, right, that they have. So you go to their place every single day and spend like three to four hours a day helping them out, feeding them, maybe changing their clothes, that kind of stuff, just taking care of them, right? Or just taking care of their household because they can't really physically move, right? They rely on you for that. You could have a small life insurance policy just so that if something were to happen to you, that money can be used to take care of them. So that's what I mean. Like if no one really relies on you for anything, then just save the money and don't even get life insurance. But health insurance, everyone needs to get health insurance. By the way, if you want to learn how to get a debt and go master your money in a sense, go to 40 com. Hey, This podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.